Maybe, yeah. That's not the issue today. That's uh, not the issue today. Sorry, got what, sidetracked. What, what is it today? I uh, I did take a photo of my hotel that I was staying in. Um, a photo? in Sydney. I took a lot of photos. I got 12. How okay. many did you get today? I just got the one. I sent it to one of my friends and she wasn't commenting because I was talking about the cords were out and I thought it was very unsafe and it was looking at the TV, but she wasn't commenting on that. She was commenting on my remote. I would have to admit that I'm a messy person. I am. I'm very messy. But I don't like dirty. There's a difference between yeah. germs and something about hotels just freak me out because I know they clean them, but there's so many people that go there. And do they really clean them that well? No. They don't, do no. they? They just put that bedspread back and they put the, the cushions and it's like, Ugh. Yeah. And I've learned that the dirtiest is the remote control. How did you learn that? Um, she took a blue light. <laughs> I think there was an article about it. Saying that that's the germiest. When you think about it, it's the one the, thing that everybody touches. So I yeah. take a Ziploc bag with me Wait. and I put my a Ziploc bag with <laughs> yep. me and I put it inside out. Wait, I don't. You just can't throw that. Out. She <laughs> takes a Ziploc bag sandwich that you would normally yeah. keep a sandwich in. Yeah. Is there a sandwich with you at the time? No, I don't no. eat sandwiches. Yeah. So okay. she then picks up the remote control like it's evidence in a crime scene. With mm-hmm. the Ziploc bag overhand and then folds the Ziploc bag and so she's never touched a remote control. Mm. And then the entire time Stop Abby is at, at like the that, hotel man. room, she uses the remote control <laughs> through a Ziploc bag. Yeah, a friend of mine came over and she was like, she was sort of laughing at it. Yeah, I told you I'm a bit strange on this one. I just hate the idea of germs. Like I take a pillowcase as well to put over the top of the other pillowcase. The idea of germs if, from a hotel. Is that, is that because you out? can't get a Ziploc bag big enough? Exactly, Maddie, and it would be noisy when I move around. I've thought you, about it. It's, it's very disconcerting because on the rare occasions we've travelled together, and you're like, "Oh, come up and you know, come into my hotel room. We'll have some drinks or something." Yeah. You walk in, and it's like Dexter is ready for his first kill because everything is wrapped in plastic, <laughs> and there's a drop sheet on the ground, and you think, I've, "I've gone to the second location, and I didn't even, I wasn't aware of it." Do you, do, you, do you not freak out about germs in hotels? You never think look, about it. I do, but I just commit to it. I go, I know yeah. they're there. It's like a public toilet. If you've got to go, you've got to go. Oh, but, but I squat. But you know that, yeah, but you've no still got to touch. No girl sits on a toilet seat, do you've they? You've got to no, touch the door no. handle on the way out. Yeah, good And that's, point. you know, that's probably dirtier than oh, the God, toilet no, seat. You're just making me panic. But what yeah. about, do you lie, sleep in the bed or do you put She hovers. She just wrap? hovers above <laughs> it. No, I, I sleep in the bed. I admit that they will wash all the sheets. That would have the most fluid, though. Don't say fluid. No. I mean, if if you were going to blue light the joint... No, if you're going to blue the light the joint, it's the remote. Gonna... Apparently the remote, besides bed bugs. I, I imagine if, I know you, if, you blue, if you put a blue light over the mattress, it'd yeah. be like a kid's taken a glow stick yeah. and snapped it in half and just gone yeah. right across it. But the sheets, they wash <laughs> with a lot of bleach, and that's what I see. Not the to. mattress. Yeah, but this is a sheet over the top. I don't want to put my fingers on the remote because I just know that there's people that have just... 
touch the remote after they've done things that they shouldn't have done and they're alone in a hotel, so that's why they do it. Yeah. All right, let's find out. Is Abby normal? Uh, Gemma in Mango Hill, do you think that Abby is normal on this one? I do think she's normal, but there's a way easier way. You just need to bring alcohol swabs with you. Yeah. Swab it. Mm. Yeah, I did think about that. It is actually the best way because I work in beauty therapy mm. and we use alcohol swabs to clean stuff that we can't soak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's yeah, just because I, mean... I was always concerned about the buttons, and then I had to, I did do it once, and you've got to go right into it, and I think, what about if I'm going to break it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, you probably won't because it, it, there's not enough kind of mixture on it to break the remote. Yeah, right. You're just better swabbing it. You do realise, though, Jim, every time you leave a hotel, they walk in and go, this place reeks of alcohol. What did this woman, <laughs> what did well, she do Well, what about the person here? that has to clean the, house, clean the hotel after me? Because I've still got the Ziploc bag left there. I don't take it with me. It's, it's, it's done. It's yeah, dirty. It's contaminated. I uh, can't take it back. I'm nailing this one today. Kyle. In Jim Oh, yes. hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. How you going? <laughs> Got it. Uh, oh, Abby. <laughs> yes. That is not normal. And yeah. I, yeah, you show many traits of being OCD. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Who has their, like, stereo on an odd number? <laughs> right? Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's not normal. <laughs> it's not. All right. Yeah, uh, Christy on the sunny coast, thirteen ten sixty. Is Abby normal whacking her remote into a Ziploc bag at a hotel? I think she's absolutely normal. Oh, thanks, it's just, it's just best practice to do that. Mm. I travel all the time, and um, and but I don't use a Ziploc bag. I use the uh, little complimentary um, shower cap. So you just grab that oh. and wrap your remote in the shower cap. Christine, why didn't I think of that in an emergency? <laughs> There you go. Oh. <laughs> why do I get the feeling? That's great, because I never know why they put a shower cap. Who uses shower caps these days? I so. guarantee you there is going to be that one time that you do not have your Ziploc bag, yes. and the cleaner is going to come in and go, why the hell is there a condom over this yeah. remote control? <laughs> what was going on in this hotel room? This is not right. I'm now using a Ziploc bag over every remote control because stuff is going down, and it's not uh, okay. Thanks, Christine. Okay. There you go. You're normal, apparently. Most well, people, two, two yeah. out of three, say you're normal. Good odds. I like it. <laughs> it's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. In the Brisbane suburb system, weird and bizarre behaviour is considered especially heinous. In Brisbane City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Oxley Victims Unit. These are their stories. What's happening? That's where yeah. you live, Maddie. Sure is. Oxley's not safe, is it? It is. It's a fantastic suburb. Yeah, but you go and chat people. with a lot of people. Well, I'm not sure why you guys find this so weird. I personally I like to... don't because I like to chat to people um, all the time. But it's nice to meet someone else. Like No one, please talk to me if you see me out. <laughs> <laughs> He's just saying that. Go and chat to him. He loves it. Swap numbers. I just, you know, I like to people watch and I like oh, to see same. what different people do. And if I see something interesting about them, I would I would rather die knowing the answer to it yeah. than die wondering why that person is that way. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I told you guys about the other week at the Oxley shops, I bumped into the guy who clipped everything clipped onto everything his on. belt. Yeah. And we found out that that's what all the young people are doing. You mm. were the unusual one. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So um, Osha was kind enough to order me on eBay some um, clips to carry my belt on oh. my yeah, phone on my they, belt. They arrived yesterday. They have, so I'm going to start repping them. Mm. But yesterday I saw something else in my travels around Oxley. Um, 
<laughs> what do you do? Just like pack a bag and walk around the suburb? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I go in the afternoons. I wander around, take the kids to the park. Okay. Yeah. Get to know the people, you know, sure. touch the people. Okay, about that. And yeah. I ran into a guy who was smoking a cigarette. Not out of the ordinary. Do that in Baden. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) You should do a whole six minute break on that. (laughs) What was he doing? Was the thing that was bizarre about it is he was smoking the cigarette with a glove on. Okay. What sort of glove? Like a hairdressing glove or a leather glove? Leather glove. Latex. Oh, oh, that's hairdressing glove. So yeah, or the same one if you know, like if you go to a, a shop and they're making sandwiches and they need to use their hands to touch stuff. He was using that. And then I was just watching and watching going, maybe he's got dermatitis. Yeah. You know, maybe he wants to cover it up. Or maybe he does work at a cafe and he's got to go back there because I really, I really admire that when they... We were in a park, no cafe for miles. Like it was a good 15 minute walk to the closest cafe. I can't handle this. I need to know why. Yeah. Well, I slowed, I actually was, I slowly, you know, when you want to get near someone, you just move like a couple of metres and then you stop. And then you move a couple more metres just to get a bit closer. No, but anyway. That's what we do in Oxley. So I did that. <laughs> and anyway, I went, oh, how are you, mate? Had a bit of a chat. And I asked him about the glove. Yeah. And the reason he wears the glove is because he's hiding his smoking from his wife. Oh, oh. he said that he's quit. He actually lives two streets away from the park. Oh. Told the wife he was going out for a walk. Oh. And he was just like a teenager hiding in the park smoking a cigarette. You him in now. No, that, that's, a pre- that's a pretty lax description of a dude. Yeah. Right. yeah. In Oxley, told his wife he was going for a walk. Yeah, that narrows it down. Yeah, what yeah. time was this? <laughs> <laughs> what colour was his hair? What was I his guess name? that's kind of smart that he does that, but it's a bit... Well, I reckon there's so many people that hide their smoking from their partner. Because I was at a wedding once and a, a famous person yeah. was smoking near me and then all of a sudden just said, here, take this. And took the ci- like I had to hold the cigarette. Because the partner her, was coming. Because her husband was coming out. And I was there going, okay. Yeah. So there you are going. So smooth. Uh, but he said, because he can hide, Chewy hides the breath. Yeah. And I said, well, what about your clothes? That's always one. And he goes, no, I just say there was someone smoking near me. No, no I've always it gets found, in your clothes. Anytime you're trying to hide it from your partner, it's it's so, it, it's it's too obvious. Even the mints, you can still, you can smell the smoke past the, the mints, mm. I think. But yeah, It's like so. mint flavour smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like. Uh... He'd need a hazmat suit with a little <laughs> hole in it so he could put the cigarette in. But uh. Maybe that's not a bad idea. Oh, God, no. What? Well, actually, my air no. conditioning suit that I designed—you <laughs> oh. can see it on Instagram—that could double up as a durry suit. You or you could, could just, and... or you could just try and quit. I guess. Look, yeah, I am yeah, against. Yeah. I am against smoking. But... You shouldn't smoke. He was smoking rollies, and they traditionally give you the brown, mm. the brown nubs mm. on your yeah. fingers. Mm. Uh, Chris from Brown Plains has uh, joined us. Hey, Chris. Hey, you going? This isn't you, is it? <laughs> Sorry. This, no. It wasn't you. What have you got to uh, to say about it? Oh, uh, yeah, um, I do the same thing. Uh-huh. Um, I, I've, my wife thinks I've quit for six years. Oh. Um, I, I, did, I did originally quit for about two years and um, picked it back up. Mm. And um, I, what I do is um, I carry a bottle of Febreze in my car. <laughs> oh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so you spray <laughs> your clothes with Febreze. That Febreze does really work. I've got to give you that. Chris, why can't you just tell her that you're smoking again and ask for her help? Oh, uh, because she'll probably, she'll probably crack it. Yeah. yeah, not worth the trouble, is it, bro? 
Well, no, at least not at she, all. She might be understanding. A lot of people say that you have to, I think it takes like seven times, up to seven times before you can actually permanently quit. Yeah. And um, sometimes if, if, um, if I've had a little bit too much to smoke, then um, I'll drop by Woolies or Coles and just pick up some mandarins. Some what? Some mandarins. Oh, mandarins. Oh. What for? And the mandarin peel. Yeah. Yeah. If you rub that on your hands, then yeah. get rid of it. Citrus. It's kind of like when you put lemon on your fingers after you eat prawns. Yeah, sort yeah. of. All righty. Well, there we go. What? <laughs> citrus. But just, the, you normally have like a, a bowl of like lemon and water. I just think at this stage, this day and age, smoking is so expensive. And now you've got to buy mandarins or and gloves, and, gloves <laughs> and Febreze. Like, <laughs> I can't afford it. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I have a moral conundrum, team. Oh, okay. Oh. And so I'm bringing it to you, the three most morally upstanding humans I know. Oh, that hurt Ooh. to say that without laughing, but you're, go for it. You're finding people love, Osh. <laughs> um, so as you know, I have a regular poker game that I, that I make every Wednesday night. Yes. I've been doing it since 2004. Yes. Um, they are very close men to my heart. And I'm very mm. grateful to have had them. They've guided me through a lot of problems in my life. And uh, I'm very lucky to have that kind of community to be around. About three months ago, I thought, you know what? Because there's two guys, you know, there's always like two guys that have a Samsung. You're like, oh, can't you just go, okay, well, I'll go on WhatsApp. So now we have a, um, a, gr- a group chat. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like we have at work, right? We have a group chat. It's the bane iPhones. of my existence. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's normally quite funny. All right. Mm. Yeah. And I love these guys to pieces. Lots of memes. Um, Do you get lots of memes lots, pop up on there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of them is, uh, one of them, one of them, I publicly with is Jamaican. Mm-hmm. For, the, yes. sir, for the purpose of this, let's call him Winston. Okay. <laughs> uh, he has a Jamaican enough name that it could have been that. And another okay. one, a man I play poker with, he's a Mexican. Yeah. And for the sake of this story, let's call him Jesus. Okay, right. Jesus. Um, God, even your poker group's politically correct. <laughs> no, even yeah. a poker group, you can't like reveal them. Yeah. Um, we very quickly though, sometimes it. It, it can really kind of um, degenerate yeah. right past kind of general schoolyard ha-ha and just make a beeline straight to casual racism oh. and oh. and straight to homophobia. Mm. And every now and then I, I kind of jump in. I don't know what to do because then I feel like I'm the guy that goes, ha-ha, guys, very funny. Can you please stop making the gay jokes, the butt of every joke? Ha-ha, see what uh, it there? Please stop. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, the Mexican dude's allowed to make Mexican jokes because he's Mexican. Jamaican dude's allowed to make Jamaican jokes. Which I haven't heard Jamaican. many of those jokes, so if that's... <laughs> like if you well, maybe we need to Mexican, get on the WhatsApp okay, group. Right. <laughs> but I don't, know, I don't know what to do. I don't know because... You can make a statement by leaving the conversation, but then I'm, it looks I'm a bit... Ca- I'm the group captain. If I oh, leave, then the whole group right, falls apart. Okay. All you need. Are any of your poker mates gay? Uh... No. Well, you need to get oh, one in. There's one he sus on by that face. <laughs> but you get, you get one yeah. in and it's all fine because it, it, that's the rules, right? But this right? is if like you... a closed group. Yeah. Like it seems pretty hard to get into it. Right. I know, you, know, like I know, you can't just mm. I know what you're saying though. You, and... you, you want to be one of the boys, but you're uncomfortable with, with what everyone's saying and you, yeah. you, you, mm. you want to you make a statement without killing the buzz. But yeah. also I'm surprised that they do it because they know you. So why would they be doing that? Oh, because they're degenerates. All right. But they're still your good friends. Just say, just call them on him and just go, guys, feel a bit uncomfortable. Because then what happens is then it gets really kind of narky and then, uh, you know, mm. you, you basically want to pick up the group chat. So when Audrey's talking about logistics and I'm saying, yeah, I'm listening, mm. I can go in there and go, ha, ha, look at that. It's a yeah. funny picture of a cat. 
It's, it's but, the worst, though. You know when you're in the car driving and you hear your WhatsApp go off and your wife says, do you want me to read that for you? And you go, no, 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 no it's, 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 it's fine. No. I'll read it later. Ch- no. Safe driving. Safe <laughs> driving. <laughs> so I, I don't know what to do about it because what happened yesterday is a couple of blokes went, oh, you know, stuff this, and they, they left. Mm. So oh, I don't know right. what to do about it. I'm legitimately asking you. I could why have asked you this on air, but I'm asking you on air. Why don't you bring it up at the actual poker match rather than doing it on text? Because I always think on text it just gets a bit too confusing. You can't get the tone. Mm. Just bring up and go, hey, guys, love chatting to you throughout the week. But can we just keep, stay away from the gay jokes because they're actually not jokes. They're not funny. And just leave it with that. And then go on with the, the match and then I don't think people will continue to do it. Would I, will I then reenact the funny gift to make my point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Send it as a meme. That's always the best one. Are they actually homophobic? Uh, I don't think so, but it's just like the kind of, you know, the, the level of, of joke where it's, it's kind of like, oh, come on, mate, we're just making fun. But mm. it's not really, yeah. you know? Well, there's people in my family, there's people that I love that, that aren't hetero. And yeah. it's like, after a point, you're like, come on, man. Yeah, you're like, come on, let's stop. We've got Josh from Tawong's actually given up, uh, called up to give advice. What's your what advice, do you reckon, Josh? Josh? Hey, guys. Um, look, I reckon you don't need to tiptoe around it whatsoever. And um, if you guys are using, you know, minorities as a butt of their joke, they should, you know, think uh, twice about it. And mm. you shouldn't worry too much about it either, you know. Just sort of say, guys, this isn't appropriate. And I'm actually offended by it. Mm. Because, yeah. you know, if you do have friends and family members that do fall into those, um, you know, categories, so to speak. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine you are being offended. But by then it. I don't want to do yeah. that. Then I don't want to do that SJW thing of uh, of being righteously offended on behalf of someone else. You know, that's your shtick. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, uh, good good luck. When's poker night? Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. I'll take some screenshots and I'll send them to you. Oh, okay. oh no, I don't need that on my phone. <laughs> There's already enough incriminating stuff on there. Uh, let us know how you go next week. Have a chat. Yeah, I will. We'll I will, I will. Yeah. Yeah. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. We had a sick night. <laughs> Yeah, we are chasing your What Happened in Vegas stories. Of course, if you go to hit105.com.au, you can enter our Vegas roulette. We're going to send you there with 10000 bucks. You've got to bet the whole lot. Though. Yeah, but we want it on 131060. What's your Vegas stories? Maddie and Stav, you haven't been to Vegas? No. No? I, I've never no. been. Oh, not that you'll talk about. Osho, <laughs> you would have been to Vegas? I've been to Las Vegas a number of times. Uh, s- some of them if, uh, that I can remember. I think the craziest thing that happened to me, there's a... A lot of people, you know Cirque du Soleil. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. They have an adults-only show. Get out of town. Well, they're beautiful-looking people. Mm. And so they have a show that's quite heavily sexualized. There's, like, you know, nude contortionists and things like this. And at one point in the show, they pull some up on the stage. I got pulled up onto the stage at a Cirque du Soleil show and undressed by Eastern European contortionists. You were Andrew I, G. As I lay then, on the you? floor. Wow. Say that again, Matty? That's when you were Andrew G.? Uh, and drunk. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what we meant. You were, you were the willing participant at that point going, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, I've seen the underwater one there, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Did you get dragged on stage and had your clothes taken <laughs> off by hot Eastern European contortionists? I did not. I did oh. do other stuff in Vegas, but not that. We've got Carmen from Jindalee. What's your Vegas story? Not sure if I can compete with a contortionist like that, mm. but... Um, I was living in LA with my partner. We actually drove to Vegas to get married so we could get our green card at half price. Oh, wow. Hey, nice. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. 
Well, yeah, it kind of was back in the day. So we got married at the Silver Bells Wedding Chapel and a Roy Orbison lookalike drove yes. us there in a limo. Yes. Um, and uh, basically worded us up on the fact that the the, um, the guy that did the ceremony was probably going to try and rip us off, which actually, yes, he did. Wow. Wow. All right. So you got the inside word from Roy Orbison on the way to your chapel where I assume Elvis <laughs> married you. It's just uh, different laws in yeah, Vegas, isn't that's it? great. Wow. Ebony in Mogul. Uh, we know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but not right now. What happened to you in Vegas? Uh, so back in 2014, we went um, for a holiday to Vegas. Um, and when we returned, we found out that we were pregnant. So oh. what happens in Vegas does not always stay in Vegas. <laughs> Please tell me you called a him Vegas Chip. Vegas baby. <laughs> yeah, so our pregnancy announcement, like when we announced the baby, was um, yeah, a flag yeah. of Australia and saying what happens in Vegas doesn't stay. Oh. Oh. It doesn't stay. Congratulations. It was definitely it. your partners, wasn't it? <laughs> I hope so, no. Yeah, right. How dare you question? Hey, it's crazy. Vegas. Anything can happen in Vegas. It's mm. the land of possibility. So I've yeah, heard. Never they been have there. A, yeah. Mm. They have a what? <laughs> what do they have there? They have a lot. If you've been to Vegas, you'll know that they give you out cards as you mm. walk past. Yeah, well, like, yeah with, there's, with, there's, well, it's well, basically, you know how you're on the street well. and someone says, oh, I'm having 50% off, you know, 800 thread count sheets around the corner. Mm. Yeah, it's exactly that, except it's, it's uh, a ladies' uh, entertainment. Yeah, so you've got photos and cards, and they give it to yeah. you. And I was like, off, it's yeah. the And the first time I went, I was like, thank you, because I thought they were giving me like a free, you know, buy that bag, get another one free or something. So I was yeah. collecting all these cards, and then I looked at them. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't think they're cards. I believe they're coupons. <laughs> you got given coupons to strip joints. No, 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 no. no, no. Joints, they're man. a girl's photo with a name oh. on it. Crystal from Carindale, what's your Vegas story? I got married in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did we, you? Uh, yeah. I did. We, I'm from Sydney and my husband's from Brisbane and our family started fighting over where the wedding was going to be. So we said, no, stuff is, and we went and got married in Vegas. I love it. Did Elvis marry you? Over. No, we did it like a proper full-on oh, wedding. Wow. We had photographers and part of our photography was uh, in the middle of the night, we had a photography follow us up and down the strip in full wedding dress wow. and suits and everything like that. And it was crazy to find out that there's not actually that many brides running up and down the strip. Well, I was kind of the only one. Well, I was going to say, Crystal, and... that's uh, that's really weird because your wedding would have been the only one with that. I've never seen anything like this in Vegas before. An actual <laughs> real, know, wedding. A real wedding. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. People screaming so much at us, it was crazy. Oh, because you do see a lot of like, brides and grooms that have quickly done it mm. and they always get photos at the front of Bellagio because they've got the big fountains there. Yeah. Mm. And that's when my husband went up and he said congratulations to yeah. the guy saying, you know, your, your daughter looks beautiful, congratulations. And he's like, no, no, that's my new Wife. Yeah, he did. Nice one, Scotty. <laughs> yeah. Did he get a car off it? <laughs> <laughs> Nikki in Eaton's Hill. Uh, what happened in Vegas? Hey, so when we were in Vegas, we were in an adult only pool area with Leonardo DiCaprio and Spearmint Rhino Girl, and he definitely wanted everything that happened in Vegas to stay in Vegas. We got some photos of him and he confiscated the camera. No! He confiscated it, or did he send a bloke over? Oh, he sent the bloke over. He doesn't do anything himself. Yeah. What sort of thing do you do? Do you have to like hand over your camera and they just go through and delete them all? What's... It was a disposable one, so they just <sighs> took it and kept it. Wow. No. What sort of stuff was going on? I can't even... Yeah. Osh, I know that you know what the Spearmint Rhino girls are, so... 
I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you've, you've talked about them before, so I know you know. Oh, them. she's got you there. Hold on, is this right. your wife? <laughs> you are. You are. You are correct, hey, Nikki. I'm going to have to confiscate your phone. Osha's <laughs> told me to come over and uh... <laughs> wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Ah, oh, guys. Mm, Matt. We, we keep each other accountable. Don't we? Like we <laughs> do we? We try. I think, I think we do. We, yeah. Do we? I would say that we do. Do we? Yes. <laughs> we do. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've I need some some help okay. yes. from you, my closest friends in the whole wide world. Yes. What's That's a up? sad statement? Yeah. But it's true. You don't even know his middle name. <laughs> yes, I do. That's it. He doesn't have one. Oh, good one. Thank He's you. getting to know you, Steph. So, as you guys know, my wife Esther is about to do the most beautiful thing that any man can ask her to do and have my third child. Yes. Yeah. she's due, When's her actual due date? 24th of March. And you have been convinced that it's going to come early. Yes. So, what's going on? Stab, <laughs> it is my child. Okay, okay? She sure. said She sure. said you were hot once. Yes, and she was already pregnant by then, okay? Yes, yes she was. And she didn't say you're hot. She said you look better in real life than you do on the poster because the poster's a bad photo. I didn't bring this up, mate. No. Yeah, no, you laugh. Sitting, you sit there in the, corner in the corner and you sniggle and you say how many times you've texted you, her this morning. And You and Osh do that thing where you've got a joke about me, but you never quite say it. You look at each other and go, hey, hey, he's no, I saw Stav go, I saw the joke <laughs> flash across his eyes and I gave him the waggy finger he like, went, no, you, you, you no, can't no. say that joke. <laughs> yeah, and I so can't Maddie, say that joke. Yeah. Let's get back to your beautiful wife and Stav, don't mention Esther. I'll sit back. Okay. So she went to the doctor mm-hmm. this week yes. and the bub has put on 400 grams in seven days. Wow. So she's saying, you know what, I think you're going to go early. It's, and it's engaged? It's going to happen. Yes. It's ready to go. Is that, that's face, yep. head well, down? It's normally, I think when it goes down towards a pelvis thing, and it's, yep. it's in the right position. Yep. It's locked and ready. She I is, can't believe I'm talking like a baby. A baby she's about ready that. to roll. Yeah. And so we've had to have that conversation where we've packed all the bags. Yeah. What is the contingency plan if I'm in here and it's peak hour, my yep. mum's going to bring her in or meet her at the hospital, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, I have got some broadcast equipment, so if it's happening during the show, I can give you guys updates if you want to. Okay. Um, but the one thing we had to talk about that I'm still unsure on is she said you have to stop drinking. Oh, yeah. How many weeks? Yeah, I think so. And why is this? Why is she saying you need to stop drinking? Well, did, did, so did he's she ask ready me this to last go. time? Well, because what happens if, like, Friday night, you know, you hit the tinnies, and then you're six deep, and she yeah. says, "I need. We need to go. I've just gone into labour." I remember. Yeah. I remember this nightmare. It, it all. Oh, because you had to as well, didn't you? But then you were so excited because she had booked in for a C-section because she was so big, mm. your daughter. So you're like, "Yeah, yeah I know the date now." Mm-hmm, mm, yeah. Mm. So, so there you go. No, so you, you do, were you, you were be... drunk when she went into labour? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no. Tipsy. But no matter, you do. You have to remain sober you have at this to point. Sober. You and have you've got to, to keep your phone on you mm-hmm. and you've got to keep it on because she needs to know that you are there. And yeah. I say this because my husband was living in a different state until my due date. Right. And that was a bit like nerve wracking. She didn't like the fact I said, I'll just bring some roadies so I don't get a ha- early hangover. So that didn't work out well. See, my friend said to my husband, can you please stop drinking? And mm. he said, well, look, it, there is a party coming up. It's a work Christmas party. And she said, you can go, but just don't have don't have too many drinks, okay? What's too many? Um, <laughs> still remain being able to drive. So under- uh, 
Why, why are you We're testing that you got that? your phone on. You passed on. that test. You passed you that well. test. Well yeah, done. Yeah, you've done well. So I was making sure. Making sure your phone's on. Okay, yeah, right. Times. Yeah, you've done well. Well done. Um, Thank you. Yes. But he had a few too many drinks at the party. She did go into labour at that point. Mm. It was her third child and he initially didn't want to have another child. Right. So he was always a bit like, oh, you want this one. And then he had too many drinks, had to catch a taxi to mm. the hospital mm. and meet her there because she drove herself wow. in labour. Oh, wow. mm. And then he cried the whole time and the nurses thought he he was the most beautiful man they've ever seen because he was like, what you're doing is just an amazing gift right now. And then the baby came and he was in tears and he goes, I want another one. And she's like, get out. You know what, Abby? You're 100% right. No, that's I not. Should no. <laughs> I should drink. I should keep drinking. No. Mate, you're going you're gonna to be okay. What are we talking, a two-week launch window? Yeah, mm. yeah, uh, yeah. You'll be all right. I've got to drop a couple of kgs. You'll feel better on the mountain bike and mm. you'll be able to look at her and say, I stopped drinking for you. Don't mm. forget that. And she did stop drinking for you for nine months, and I no. know that Esther likes a wine. She did that for the baby. Mm. But, and you just said she had a baby for you. That was all just build up to this <laughs> part. <laughs> I'm going to assume right, she Matt. was drunk at the conception. So is this it? You're <laughs> absolutely. She was. You're our designated driver be. from now on. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, that's no, what I was thinking. no, 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 yes, no. Yes, it is. No. Yes. Yeah, yes. you totally no. are. You're yeah. our designated driver for today. We're going to event. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. <clears throat> this is backfired, hasn't it? Big time. Yeah. That's, this is not where this was meant to go, guys. What did you want from us? <laughs> Do whatever you want, Matt. Whatever you choose is right. No, Be a man stop. and uh, stop yeah, drinking stop for a couple drinking weeks. Now. And drive us wherever we want to go, uh, Miss Daisy. <laughs> it's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Steve. Will Anderson! Joining us right now, uh, Will Anderson. If you want to go and see him, very funny man, brisbanepowerhouse.org.au for the Brisbane Comedy Festival. Hey, buddy. Hey, thanks very much for having me, guys. It's uh, exciting. Exciting to be coming back to Brizzy. Anytime. And, of course, I think we have to get this ball rolling. First things first, you saw Abby Naked just recently. Well, wow. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was telling everyone, <laughs> I was telling everyone about my inability to lock a shower cubicle sure. at Osha's wedding and how yeah. awkward your response was. <laughs> And then I came out and you were making cocktails and I didn't know what to say. And you were like, should I have left? It was just weird. And I'm sorry. Look, firstly, here's what I would say is, mm. uh, look, you know, don't victim blame. You were the person <laughs> whose privacy was violated. Don't think, oh, I was wearing the wrong thing because you weren't wearing anything. Yeah. So you can't blame that. You can't blame what was she wearing. Yeah. Uh, here's yeah. what I will say secondly mm. is, it's, you know, maybe they should just have better locks on those sort of things. Yeah, they should. Like, yeah. I mean, it was confusing. Yeah. Um, you know, it was obviously you just finished showering. So, like, you know, obviously if it had just been a second earlier, I would have heard the shower mm. and I would yes. have known there was someone in there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a perfect storm. But as I explained to you on the day yeah. uh, is I was so shocked. At, like, you know, when you open the door and then you suddenly realise there's someone there and you all you can concentrate on is slamming the door as quickly yeah. as you can. Mm. So nothing. Yeah. This is I the thing about this story, story is mm. yeah. saw, nothing. saw nothing. Although my husband did go up and go, hey, where's his girlfriend? i got to ask to see him naked. We're <laughs> naked. I was like, no, please don't do this at a wedding. It's just getting inappropriate. But he does say I mean, hi, she, by the way. I guess she might have, like, you know, let him just out of evenness. <laughs> <laughs> But it'd have to be in the same circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. She would have had to get out of the shower and he would have had that one second where you open it, be embarrassed and slam it back. That's all you get. I do remember this story now. And if I remember correctly, Abs, you said you were shaving your legs at the time. I had my leg up on the wall, if you remember. Oh. So, no, because he didn't no, see anything. No, I don't remember. I don't believe that. I feel like he's just being really polite. He's mm. being very polite. I well, firstly, I, uh, don't call me a liar comedy. on the radio, okay. mate. That's libelous. I <laughs> uh, don't know if you went to codes training, but... 
I don't think you're allowed to call one of your guests a liar on national radio. That is literally defamation of my character. Oh, so, Mr. Coming on in to ruin the show. <laughs> He all thinks we're national, by the way. That's cute. All, I, all I want to know is Oh, no, no. When I'm, I'm going to publish this national so I can sue you in every state. That's what I'm saying. But you, you, can, you can't sue someone who doesn't have anything. <laughs> I mean, you can. I'm suing the station. I'm bringing it down. I just want to know if you saw a Gruen transfer. That's all no, I want to know. No, I, look, I did not. I didn't. I, honestly, this is yeah. the thing. Like, I mean, you should recreate this as like a radio experiment. Okay. Maybe you could do that sort of thing, like end of year, and you get one second. It's sort of yeah. like, you know, it's like a... You, and see, you can't see anything. Yeah. I mean, look, in retrospect, here's the thing. <laughs> this is going <laughs> off track. Yeah. If I knew that mm. she was going to be naked in mm. there mm-hmm. and I knew I had my one second, of course I would have looked harder. <laughs> but I did not know that it was going to happen. Yeah. This is the thing that you're not taking into mind. No, we got if it. I was literally doing it for that purpose, Understood. sure, mm. in a second I could have got a little blink, blink. that would yeah. have stayed in my memory forever. Yes. But I didn't know. didn't know. I thought it was going to be empty. Yes, I hear what you're saying. Abby, take your clothes off. <laughs> Now. <laughs> <laughs> for one second. For one second. See, well, Come on. Seeing that everyone thinks I've already seen it, I guess okay. now yeah. Yeah. you might as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've covered everything we no. need to, you guys. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's, that's what my show's all about at the Comedy yeah. Festival, so you can come down and see it. It's 70 minutes of whether I saw her or not naked, so it'll be great fun, guys. Oh, Will, Get involved. Brisbanepowerhouse.org oh. is where you can buy your tickets. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Will Anderson, as always, an absolute wow. pleasure, my friend. Wow. Cheers, thanks, guys. Good to see you again. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. You guys know that I'm a little bit nosy. I just get fascinated by other people's lives. And I would love to hear on 131060, do you have an unconventional living arrangement? Because Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner have come out today and said that they've called off their divorce. Um, right. Because they announced it two, two years ago that they were separating yeah. and they were going to get a divorce and now they have announced that they've called it off. And everyone's like, oh, they're back together. They're working it out. And they've gone, no, nothing's changed. Our relationship is still quite fluid. It's just that no one's moved out of the house huh. because they are co-parenting. So they find it easier for their three kids mm. and they just, even on, on the weekend, they threw a party for their fifth, uh, fifth uh, birthday party for their son. Right. So he hasn't moved out. See, that, this is what terrifies me about divorce is you always know what happens. The guy moves out. He ends up in a one-bedroom apartment, hates it. The wife's back in the big house with the kids, finds a new man. And then that's the way life goes. That's that's how I imagine my divorce is going to go oh. if Esther and I ever break <laughs> up. This keeps you up at night, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I it's don't... my reality. And there I am sitting halfway between the Gold Coast and Brisbane just wondering what happened to me what and happened? why am I here in Ormo? Oh, having see... to see me every second weekend. Yes, yes you're now make, going out with his beautiful Daredevil, wife. All right? <laughs> no, I reckon it's hard though, Maddie. Like I remember my uh, best friend growing up, her parents were really not happy together. You could tell that they weren't a couple, but they still shared a bed. And I remember thinking, if they're not happy, why don't they move? out, but they just waited till the kids were a certain age and then got divorced because mm. it was just easier mm. yeah, that's than really having to work it out. Yeah, that's really healthy for the kids to see your, yeah. your, your moral relationships behaving like that in front of you every but single day. But isn't it better sometimes when they can live together like them and then new partners move in? Like, I know it's not conventional, but yeah. if you are good friends still and you can yeah. work it out and for the kids' sake remain friends, then why not? Because let's, let's, you know, let's be honest, Ben Affleck does not live in a three-bedroom house in a house in a, in no, an estate in no. Ben true. Affleck is like, I'll be in the West Wing. You get to come <laughs> half across the house. He'd be in yeah. the Batcave. 
Tuesdays and Thursdays, it would be about Kate. Mm. I've always found it weird when people don't have kids involved, though, and they um, still live together. Like, I admire that because I would say, like, going through a breakup and someone moves to the spare room, like, what's the deal? Do you bring people back if you mm. meet so them? Esther and I tried that once. <gasps> we were, oh, we were to living together. Out. Well, of course, all the lights go off and you... <clears throat> Coughing to see if you get a response down the hallway. <coughs> Nothing. Are you awake? Yes. <laughs> Want to come back in here? No. <laughs> Please. That's no. What, we, we, we tried it for a bit and that we just ended up kept, kept on getting back together because... You know, you're still you're still in that relationship. Yeah. You haven't really broken up properly. There was a girl that we worked with here and her parents had separated. And I said, oh, you're going to go and see them. Do they live together? Like um, I said, do they live near each other? And she goes, oh, no, he lives in the, the, the back shed. Yeah. So they had separated for many, many years. She had a new partner and she lived inside mm. the house and he lived in the shed. She, he said it was a, like a full functioning. He's in the shed. Yeah. But the he'd wife's made got it the into, new fella inside. Yeah, but he'd made it into uh, living arrangements and they're all friends. Yeah, I don't know if I. I think yeah. there, there's a there's a boundary problem with that one there. But yeah. why yeah. if everyone gets along well? I know it's yeah. not conventional in our head. I don't know. Like certainly not healthy for the kids scenario. That's it's, it's in my my you know in my experience. You base what you expect out of a relationship on the relationships that you see in front of you. That, that mm. is your parents' one. And if your parents are living in a weird kind of odd boundary crossing world where. You know, dad lives in the shed out the back. New dad lives inside the house that dad out the back built. Yeah. You know, it's a bit weird. Well, I just man. wonder, who would have to mow the lawn? You'd have mm. to write down those rules. Oh, he's you? already cutting your grass, so I guess <laughs> he does it on the weekend. <laughs> Alyssa, in Springwood, do you have an unconventional living arrangement? Yeah, me and my partner live together in a three-bedroom unit and with our daughter, who's five. Okay, and so you're... It works perfectly. You're not... How long have you been separated for? We've been separated for about four years, mm. and we've been living together for about a year and a half. Yeah, right. And are, are either of you seeing anyone else? Um, casually, we see other people, nothing serious, but we always joke about it with each other. Like, we tell each other our dating stories mm. and get each other's advice. And mm. So you're and still good friends. <laughs> yeah. How does, how does that work? Like, you know, you've, you maybe one thing leads to another in a relationship, and you think, you know what, I wouldn't mind spending some alone time with you. Do you ever bring people back? No. No, no. We always go to other people's houses. I mean, especially because we've got our daughter at home. We don't want mm. her to yeah. see other people, yeah. you know, so we wouldn't bring them home anyway. But I guess it's easier. it was serious. But it's mm. easier to parent, I guess, rather than being single, like a single we parent. We have really good social lives because of our living arrangement. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Do you find it hard, though, when the two of you might be going through a stage where you haven't met anyone and you get lonely? Is there ever, like, hookups between the two of you? <laughs> In between? No, there is absolutely no um, uh, attractiveness, apart mm. from, you know, we care about each other because we're the parents of our child. Mm. Yeah. yeah okay. um, but there's, other than that, there is absolutely no... I mean, if I'm upset, he might give me a hug, but nothing. Nothing like that. Yeah, right. You're just better friends at the, at the start, I guess. Yeah, right. Well, Nikki, in Hillcrest, you've got an unconventional situation as well? I don't personally have an unconventional um, relationship, but I remember when I was growing up, I had there was a house that lived, sorry, a house that was down the road from where I lived, and the family um, went through, well, the parents went through a divorce, and they had two children, so they bought the house next door, and they built a sort of an enclosed walkway between the two houses. Oh, wow. 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 
Yeah. <laughs> That's really... So it was like they had a bridge. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. It was kind of like just an enclosed walkway an enclosed between walkway. the yeah. side door of one house and the yeah. side door of another house, and the kids could just kind of walk between them. Yeah, I wonder if they ever had a fight and one of them just locked the door on their side. <laughs> would happen. It's like, well, mm. and it did, could happen. Did they, did they end up getting new partners? Yes, yeah, so they were both remarried and they had their um, new partners yeah. living in there because they were separate houses. I think mm. I don't think the parents kind of went between the houses. No. It was just no. so, so the, the kids, kids could. Imagine that in a fire. I'm going. To, I'm going to dad's house. What about when they go they on go a sleepover? You yeah. don't have a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jade's on thirteen ten sixty. We're talking unconventional living arrangements. Yeah, so um, I'm not currently in an unconventional relationship, but I had one. Mm-hmm. Um, my high school sweetheart and I were engaged to get married, and unfortunately that didn't work out, but we kept living together. And then when I met my now husband, um, he just moved in with us. So the three of us lived happily together for years, and then my um, my ex-fiancé was actually a groomsman at my wedding. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That and, is... and are you all still friends? Like, is your husband friends with your ex still close? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, recently, because um, our husband and I have been together 11 years now, recently my ex, or who's, you know, mm. best friends with both of us, really, moved back in temporarily with us and our now young son. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that is, so all yeah, very right. amicable. Yeah. yeah. Why is it? So what? What was the biggest misconception people had about about your situation? Oh, look, people just always tell me it's weird, mm. and it's strange, and and well, even even my um my ex's parents came to our wedding, so you know we're all very close. Yeah, right. We still go and visit his parents. Like my husband and I will go and visit the ex's parents together. So what was the what was the secret not for us? What was the secret? I don't know. Mm. I think because we were friends for such a long time before we got together. Yeah. And then we just we stayed friends afterwards. You know, we've just we've got a lot in common. It's just that romantically it wasn't right for us. And some people um, deal with breakups yeah. so much better. I think they've just got that emotional intelligence oh, I'm to terrible. deal with breakups better. I get too jealous. Like even if I hate someone, I still don't want them to be with someone else. Oh, that's I want them, I I know it's terrible. Oh, I'm I a can't terrible have you, human. But I don't want anyone else that is, to have you. I know, and I'm going to admit it. It's, yeah. it's horrendous. Yeah. I've got Jealousy's a really good normal. shrink you could go to, Matt. She's awesome. Oh, I I wouldn't want to ruin her for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do realize every day you've been on the show, you've admitted that you're a horrible person in some way or another. You know what? The first step to recovery is acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am, guys. I don't want to ruin your shrink for you. It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I'm pretty thankful. I'm thankful for all of you guys. I'm thankful for my coffee machine. I'm thankful for, yeah, I don't know, you know, my underpants, they're really comfortable. <laughs> it is good, good when you get a good pair and you go, yeah, yeah, yeah that's And anything. sometimes oh, we don't know whether you're wearing pants, so it's good. Yep. No, I'm wearing pants. Okay. I wouldn't if I did the show from But home. there's some things I'm just like not thankful for. <laughs> that's why thanks, say thanks for, no, thanks. Like to you, mystery crew member who works on The Bachelor. I drive an electric car. The Bachelor Mansion is essentially on the other side of the world. So when I get to work, I do like to plug it in to make sure I can get home. But no, you parked in the spot right next to the PowerPoint. <laughs> and we were running late, so I couldn't run inside and ask you to move your car because you couldn't put down your camera. Four o'clock in the morning, I was sitting in a tunnel while my car was beeping at me going... What happens if you get towed in the middle of a tunnel? Because <laughs> I was running flat. 
Thanks, but no thanks, pal. Need a big extension cord. An electric <laughs> car. God, I love you, Osh. I love you too, Abby. So I went to Sydney for a night. I landed in Sydney and realised I forgot my toiletry bag. So I ended up buying mini shampoo, mini conditioner and a toothbrush and toothpaste at the airport. I'm saying this just to notify my husband that it was $80, my new toiletry bag. Thanks. But no thanks. Why don't you just use your snap lock that you had left over from putting the remote in there? For what? The toiletries. Wackle your toiletries in there. No, I I I left it all here. My toothpaste, my toothbrush, my shampoo, my conditioner, my face wash, my moisturiser, my eye cream, my mascara, my... Okay. I've never felt sorry for asking. You asked the question, You opened the box. Hello, Queens Plaza car park in the city. I went and had a granddad, granddad dinner with a friend of mine during the week. Mm. I don't know. Early. Uh, oh, early dinner. Oh, 5.30, 6 o'clock. Oh, no. no. Five? Four-ish. Four, oh, yeah. four o'clock-ish. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to drive in and park. I'll just park. I didn't realise if you park pre-four o'clock there... It's about 88 bucks. Mm. <laughs> Price of a toiletries bag. And what's worse is he wanted to go somewhere cheap for dinner. I did. I went all the <laughs> way in there to go to Jamie Oliver's for the $25 lunch special, which finishes at 5 p.m. <laughs> That's why we were there. I pulled into that car park at two minutes to four. Oh. After four, it's $17. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Oh. Not happy. <laughs> Hey, my friend Adrian, who is our sound engineer, you have no control over when your birthday is <laughs> or how you choose to celebrate it. Yeah. But it was your birthday last night on a school night, and I went along. And because I love him so much, oh, uh-huh. I yes, had to celebrate to the full extent. More than yeah. him. More. You celebrated more than the birthday boy who's feeling fresh this morning. More than him. So... I guess what I'm saying is, what would it be, three more years until it falls on a Saturday? <laughs> Something like that. And then I will be back. Hashtag Struggle Street. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105.